Welcome to the Land Cave. We're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Hello! And we're talking about gaming, gaming news, nerd news, all kinds of fun stuff. If you if you like what you see, because who wouldn't, uh, check us out live every Thursday, 8.30ish Eastern, 7.30ish Central, uh, live on Facebook. We also put this on YouTube, and you can listen to it as your favorite podcast, because it is your new favorite podcast, if you're listening to this for the first time. Um, we've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy VII. You've been playing anything else? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, nobody got, ain't nobody got time for that. I'm in <laughs> chapter 16 yeah. now. Uh, I think there's 18 chapters. So I am I am in the throes of, mm-hmm. of the end section. I think I know based on what somebody else has told me, like from a non-spoiler perspective, they mentioned that there's a level up, like a leveling area coming mm-hmm. up shortly where like if you want to like level cap before you finish the game, you can. I'm currently sitting at level 35, and so okay. I probably have a little bit of grind to do, which I probably will do. Uh, I really hope that they give me another chance to fight Leviathan before the end because I want to get that. I want to get that out of the way, but without having to like restart the game. Yeah. Because my goal right now is I want to see how many trophies I get in this natural playthrough. I'm not mm-hmm. looking anything up. I haven't looked anything up. Um, so I want to see how many trophies I get, and if I'm like more than like seventy-five percent of the way, I might go for the platinum. But yeah, it's kind of kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I I did go back and get a trophy. I think I told you about that um, because I've been looking afterwards, looking at oh, what could I have done um, after yeah. I've completed a chapter, and uh, the biker boy uh, one. I was ju- yeah, was just after one. that, and I'm like ah. I had a save right before it, so I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna do it. It didn't take; it only took me a couple times to, to get it, so it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, but all the others I've been doing naturally, and uh, Leviathan. I'm, I'm assuming that's a that's a, what's his name, Chadley, or something. There, maybe it's different. I don't know. But um, uh, Shiva, I just did the Shiva thing, and that was decent. Like it wasn't like it didn't uh, kill me. Apparently, Kevin had some trouble with her. So was that. I, I lost a couple of times. You did, um, okay. but the first time that I fought her, I fought her by myself. Ah, uh, okay. by, by myself, I fought her with one party member. Yeah, um, and that was tougher. But then I came back with three party members and I whooped her. But Levy, and, and it is all Chadley. All the summons are through Chadley. Yeah, yeah. At least that's what uh, at least the ones that you didn't get as a pre-order bonus. Um, Fat Chocobo is a little, eh, and then but Le- Leviathan. Uh, has kicked my butt every time. Mainly, I'm not that good at the mm. game in general. Like it's it's a lot of dodging. Yeah. Uh, and and I haven't figured it out. Apparently, once you figure out like the timings of stuff, but like I've also I don't have any audio cues like I would normally because I play it after my son goes to bed uh, and I haven't been using headphones because I have to hear him if he cries mm-hmm. and so I have to play like low volume so if there is any audio cues for him or her I don't know if Levi Le- Le- yeah. is a girl or a guy uh, if there is any cues for it I don't know them uh, and so I'm just kind of having to figure it out and I kind of suck at dodging so I'm mm-hmm. probably I'm hoping to like just like level cap and then go fight it again and just be like overpower it but we'll see how <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like i didn't know I, I mean shiva was was tough but i did not fight her solo um yeah uh kevin said he had so he's he was getting having some trouble with her um it like i said it i was having to heal more more often than i than i would want um Aerith's ultimate um has definitely bailed me out a few times um, which I yeah. really, really like that her limits are not her ultimate, but um, every now and then when I do have a bit, I've been playing a little bit of Animal Crossing, but I also been playing some OG Final Fantasy Seven. Um, yeah, because on the Switch it's easy and you can uh, kick on that three three uh, X speed. So been kind of enjoying that, enjoying kind on of the like, God mode. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do God mode, but like. Okay. I, I, I thought about it just because I'm like I just I'm just trying to experience the story. I've done this before. Um, but yeah I'm, I'm, I don't know I make I may kick that on but I've, I've been enjoying it. Um, also enjoying uh, the summer games that we're that we're getting out here. So if you guys didn't know Jeff Keeley had announced you know since we're not having e3, we're essentially getting stuff throughout the summer uh, from all different types of developers including uh, today, 
where we got an Xbox event inside Xbox there. And, uh, you know, we have stuff going on all through, through the year, um, which, you know, good guy, Jeff, just rocking it on this. And we'll talk about it later, but, uh, I, I should have snagged that, that clip that you showed me. I may do it if you're talking here in a bit, uh, because that was hilarious. Uh, Xbox event was today. If you're, if you're watching this live, uh, Xbox had an inside Xbox talking all about the Xbox series X kind of, um, but yeah, anyway, summer games. I'm I'm really happy about that. Just keeping keeping those good vibes going while we're all we're all playing games and stuck inside anyways. And the developers are still passionate and working on things. Let's give them time to showcase it. So I, Yeah, that's actually one thing that I meant to grab for us because you know, just because you mentioned we're all stuck inside. Yeah. Um, because uh, the industry uh, has had the best couple of months they've had uh, since I think 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, Switch is the highest selling um, by a mile, uh, but even with Switch being the highest selling, um, the PlayStation and Xbox are still doing just fine. They're also selling hardware, like uh, Patrick was mentioning mm-hmm. to me, that he was having trouble finding another controller. Uh, just in the wild, you know, and that that kind of speaks to like the hardware is also still like moving. Um, uh, what's what was crazy is that Animal Crossing, I believe, was either the number two or number three game this last month, and that it's always crazy to me when that happens because it's it's a number two or number three game happening on like Nintendo. Like whenever it's an exclusive game like that, like Call of Duty is still there. Um, and Call of Duty is the best-selling game of the year currently, and yeah. probably will will remain the best-selling game of the year. But that's that's a game that's literally on PC, Xbox, and PS4. Uh, whereas Animal Crossing is just Switch, and it was like the number two selling game of this last month, um, which is pretty nuts. Uh, so it's really cool to have somebody like Jeff, where E3 died, and he's not the creator of any of these events at least so far like this xbox event was clearly microsoft he's just promoting he's just saying hey guy he he he, he's created a hub which it's just summergamefest.com if you want to go to the website you can also find it on his twitter um he was also live on his twitch account the uh game awards twitch account uh is his if you didn't if that wasn't obvious, but summergamefest.com. He's just going to be promoting stuff. He said that he has a game reveal on May 12th um, was what he said live on his Twitch stream. He said, it's not a huge game reveal, but it's still a game reveal nonetheless. So uh, he's just going to be rolling Mm -hmm. along. And I, I love it. I love that. There's just somebody out there who's just like you know obviously like the 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 journalists are doing their thing but just somebody out there where literally it's just all about the games yeah uh it seems at least with jeff like he's talking about them everything but it's not a journalistic standpoint it's just a hype man and if there's going to be a hype man it it should be jeff f and (laughs) kaylee it really should it really should and i i did i will say well he didn't he didn't um he's he's kind of creating a hub and he's giving this platform he is talking because he he's been in the industry so long and he's a great guy that a lot of people respect that he is you know drumming up things for people or talking to people behind the scenes in order to to facilitate help facilitate this while it's not just all hosted by him uh he is doing things on the on the side to just help facilitate that and basically be encourage developers to be like huh uh see people will watch uh and yeah a lot of people watch the xbox one so it's it's working it's working um non-xbox wise i kind of go through this is the only other news other than the the xbox so if you're waiting for the xbox event we'll get there uh we got a little bit more we're not going to spoil anything obviously but uh regarding the last of us 2 naughty dog has kept has caught the culprits uh plural culprits that leaked the last of us 2 uh cut scenes and, and spoilers and info and it was not a uh an employee as we previously thought it's i felt really or not felt bad but i, I kind of kicked myself because you t- you texted me the day after our show last week when yeah. like and then we found out what it is uh but now it actually has given us time to to kind of do some digging uh and it was essentially an exploit that they were using from a previous naughty dog game to get into the servers um which is 
terrible, nuts. terrible. It's it's nuts. It's terrible. It's trash. Um, and I mentioned I mentioned this to Owen. I purposely spoiled myself on this because I was so curious, and I'm not going to spoil it on here, obviously. But at first, I thought that people were upset about what we were seeing here. It wasn't because I thought like, oh, maybe they never didn't see the original trailer and they weren't happy with her, you know, her and this girl. Um, but what irritated me was like that people are now spoiling it um, and, and they're, they're spoiling it in a meta way where it's like if you don't know it, you won't know that it's spoiled, but it's spoiling it for you. They're they're taking in-game engine like uh, taking, sorry, the game models, putting them into different scenarios and it's like, how do people have time on their hands to do stuff like that, man? Like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Get a better hobby. I mean, uh, we're all stuck inside. Everybody's got time, right? Uh, it's uh, it's interesting. That, and I think that a lot of people uh, probably owe Naughty Dog a, 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 at least a small apology. Mm-hmm. Like, there was... They'd been getting a lot of stuff about reported crunch from Schreier, which, you know is fine we, we've talked enough about crunch before and i'm sure we'll talk about it again the next time another studio story comes up but everybody thought that this was a disgruntled employee everybody thought that this was somebody who like either didn't get paid or like was fed up with the with the culture mm-hmm. and no it was just some hackers that used I, I i forgot to pull or if he, if we even know which game it was they somehow got into their system using yeah. like an old online thing which is nuts to me uh you know I, we don't know anything about hacking here but like it's just crazy that that's that that, that that's what went down yeah and it had nothing whatsoever to do with an internal employee um that doesn't that doesn't take away from the stuff that's been reported on it's just it's just a thing that kind of makes you stop and be like you know what now like okay like this just genuinely stinks there's nothing there's no nice way that you can really put this like this stinks like you know hundreds of people have worked on this game Mm -hmm. it's a game that is following um one of the most beloved games of all time a game that is in many people's like top five top ten some people you know a lot of people's favorite game of all time known to be one of the best story games of all time we've been waiting for like it got announced five years ago and we've been waiting for it that long and to have somebody just put this out there and then not only that to have people follow it up and just continue to spread it and everything like today during the xbox event the i had to make sure that i watched it in a couple different feeds to see if it like looked any better like you know how it goes you look at it on youtube you look at it on twitch you see yeah. which one's like blurry or one's fuzzy crap. i had to make sure instantly close comments close comments because i knew like it, there's just no way that people can't resist like you wouldn't expect it on an xbox stream right nobody's going to talk about the last of us two here of course it's going to happen so uh you know it's it stinks i kind of at this point i was spoiled on final fantasy 7 i expect to be spoiled (laughs) on the last of us but i'm not going out of my way to do it like patrick did i'm not faulting patrick for doing it. it i get why why he would you know curiosity uh can can get you but i kind of expect to be and honestly knowing that it's spoiled out there um makes me more excited for ghost of tsushima i (laughs) i already feel real i talked about this last week where i just feel bad about ghost of tsushima i thought this game would come out first um then they pushed it back then they pushed it back now they've pushed it back a third time all because the last of us release date we don't know anything about ghost of tsushima we have like two trailers we have a little bit of gameplay like there's something like nobody cares about spoiling that game (laughs) sucker punch is awesome i've actually like slowly gotten more excited about ghost of tsushima than the last of us 2 even though obviously i'm i'm still super excited about the last of us 2 the gameplay looks amazing we were if you were watching live or if you're watching on youtube obviously you just saw that that gameplay trailer that's what sold me on the game Mm -hmm. the story trailers really haven't done it for me but the the combat ellie looks like dope in this and so uh i'm ready to play but i'm ready i want to see more ghosts i'm ready to get ghosts in my hand at this point yeah no same same here i'm I'm excited. I mean, I was already excited about both of them, but The Last of Us, I think, is demonstrably, like you were mentioning, one of the best best games. I've said demonstrably one of the best games, if not the best game, the past 10 years. If you, I mean, I guess like Breath of the Wild and The Last of Us, they're, they're very different, but 
Yeah, but gameplay, gameplay wise, story wise, to me, The Last of Us didn't have any filler. It was an, it was an amazing experience. It was a great quality story had throughout. A ending. Had a great ending, but the entire time yeah. I didn't I didn't have a time where I felt like oh they put this in here to pad it out a little bit, which um, yeah. I have felt a little bit like that on Final Fantasy VII. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So it, and. I didn't until a certain until the part that I'm at right now, which I'll talk about later. Uh, but yeah, I felt like there's some, there's some padding, and I'm sure there's more padding to it. At the same time, I love this world; I'm enjoying it. But The yeah. Last of Us, it was just it was cinematic in a way that I felt like all the filler got cut out, and we got a cinematic experience for 12 hours, whatever it was, uh, of of greatness. So I'm still going to to. After reading the reading the um, spoilers and everything, I'm still going to play The Last of Us. I don't know if I want to play it as soon uh, on on launch as, but part of me wants to buy it at launch just to support the the developers on this because I, I love Naughty Dog and I love what they've done. So I don't know. I'll probably get them both at launch. Oh, well, I still have the I I pre-ordered on pre-order, Amazon yeah. the steel book. I want the steel book, yeah. so I I got that, which is like the ten dollar more edition. I think it's seventy instead of sixty. Okay. And it, I also think it comes with like an art book. Um, you know, so I wasn't dropping that no matter what. I'm gonna be playing it as soon as it comes in from it. This is this is not a case like Final Fantasy VII where I'm gonna buy it on digital preloaded. I am just gonna get the <laughs> physical one. Um, it's just. I know it's going to be awesome. Like, I know it's going to be good. It's just, I think, in the case of The Last of Us, like, it's one of the few games that I've played where I'm like, this doesn't need a sequel. There's no, like, I don't... When you play a game so good and so well made and everything like how do you follow up on this game mm-hmm. and that's where i'm kind of at with the last of us too like i'm sure that they can improve everything about the mechanics of the game um that that's probably the biggest criticism of the original last of us is the mechanics like mm-hmm. it it as as good as it runs there's still like times where like the stealth is kind of janky and like the combat's only okay but you don't care because the yeah. world is so good um so they're going to improve on that it's just the ending of of the last of us was perfect and so to pick it up is really a thing of like can your writing really got, get better than it already was <laughs> is it is it gonna suffer like a, a back to the future 2 or are we gonna get empire you know like which which way are we gonna go on this you didn't like back to the future 2 or you just I, think it wasn't as good as back to the future 1 Back to the Future yeah. 1 is one of the greatest I'll, movies ever. No, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. And I will say I have a similar scenario with Back to the Future movies that I do with uh, with Star Wars movies where when I was uh, when I was a kid, Back to the Future 2 was my favorite. As an adult, I know Back to the Future 1 is a better movie and it's it's much better. It's overall, it is it is a probably a masterpiece. Uh where Back to the Future 2 isn't. But when I was a kid, those hoverboards were awesome. So I love Back to the Future 2 for like the future stuff. Um, but yeah. Aside from them not recognizing Marty in the like once he comes back to 1985, like, won't like that's the only part of it, the movie that kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, like they don't, they don't even see the resemblance or, you know, is it really just like a passing thing where they're, they're like, well, we only knew this guy for like two days, you know, like a week. Yeah. And, you know, like, now we just use that name that had to come from somewhere right like but other than that it's 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 a 10 like yeah. back to the future is a 10 to me okay. back to the future 2 is not a 10 <laughs> That's true. No, I'll, I'll, it's I'll a fun movie i'll agree with you on that where where empire empire is a better movie than than a new hope i mean in in regards to overall uh i, I think it's i think it's a better movie they had more money and there's less like weird edits and other problems yeah. other things that you only catch because you know but what's up i like a new hope better but I, I i recognize from a like a i don't like saying this from an objective standpoint yeah. that there's a lot of things that are better about empire it's tighter yeah it's uh but so that's what i'm saying with the last of us too like which which version of the sequel are we getting uh you know i won't harp on it too we have we got a month to find out <laughs> Yeah. caught i really doubt mm-hmm. that we're gonna say anything else about this game until it comes out unless something crazy happens yeah i think i think so i'm surprised that that with all the leaks and stuff that they weren't like okay you know what we're just gonna release it you know 
uh, with like May, what the original release date, where they're like, we're just going to release it digitally early because of everything going on. Um, well, did come out uh, a couple days ago and say, like, because of this delay, we actually got to polish a little bit more. So the game's like even better than it was originally going to be when it got, has, has gone gold. And now I didn't include that in there. The game has gone gold yeah. as of this week. Not surprising. Not surprising. This is this is one of the most anticipated games. Um, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I'm probably going to probably pre-order Ghost too because because yeah, that it just it looks like a, a great experience and a very a different experience um, compared to some of the other games that are, that have come out. And like you mentioned last, uh, it was last show we were talking about where it's like it's a Western uh, comp- a Western game development company telling a, a Japanese story, which immediately made me think of the uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Because that yeah. is American-made, but it's they were like, I want to, I want to do an anime, but an, Question. an American, yeah. Do you call Last Airbender an anime when you refer to it? I don't. I don't. I mean, I do. You do? Okay. I I don't yeah. because because it's very clearly made in, in the anime style. <laughs> it's made in the anime style, uh, but I guess I don't usually call it that because it's not from Japan. It's made in the style, though. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I never, I never have been asked that question before. I was just like, yeah, it's American made, but it's made in the style. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely anime style. I, no, no argument on that. Um, it's just, that's the thing. Like, it, it's just like with JRPGs, like J, like, like with Final Fantasy VII. Are we considering like Final Fantasy VII like a JRPG? And like, yes, of course it is. It's made in Japan. Yeah. Although it's an action RPG, it's yeah. not really a traditional JRPG. And so like when you get like a true turn-based game that's not made in Japan, would you call it that? Or would you just call it an RPG? Like it's a weird, you know, yeah. genres mean nothing anymore. But like Last, Last Airbender <laughs> to me is an anime. And I, like I honestly didn't even know that it was American until a couple of years ago. Okay, <laughs> so really? Okay. I just thought I just thought it had a really good dub. Yeah, you know? really good dub. <laughs> it's good stuff. I have not finished it, by the way, um, and it's coming out on Netflix uh, later this month. So I plan Soon, on, yeah. I plan on finishing it uh, for that. Anyways, uh, you probably uh, ch- listening to us and waiting to hear our thoughts on the Xbox event that happened uh, today. And my first thoughts, first impressions were our video and our audio is so much better. Like as soon as this guy kicked on. Um, I, I, forgot, I forgot to write down his name. Hopefully, it'll pop up here in a second. But he's part of the marketing team, and I, I thought it was funny. Okay, he's telling the joke. You know, he's basically having the joke of the refrigerator behind him, and he was talking about it being the most powerful refrigerator. Uh, I was like, okay, that's funny. His green screen effect sucked. I think he was using like a zoom background instead of an actual green screen. Uh, oh yeah, it was. It was just. It was just. Yeah, that was my initial impression. Funny, funny that he did it, but. Um, the, the big takeaway from this uh, is that they they keep talking about optimized for Series X. That was one of the buzz. Was the buzzword? The yeah, the uh, well, also the um, I I forgot to write it down, but they were talking about um, uh, was it not smart loading. I can't remember what the term was that that showed up on the bottom of the screen, and a few of them uh, may show up here in a bit. But um, yeah, but we had we had some interesting ones the first one that showed up was uh, bright memory infinite and i will say at the beginning of this by the way they said uh it's you know we we listen to the people on the internet and we're gonna have all of this gameplay and uh no cinematics it's all gameplay and in-game footage uh and what they meant was what, sorry in in engine footage and what we got other than what you're seeing here this is gameplay we got a ton of uh in engine cutscenes not gameplay. This is one of the few games we actually did get some gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I was I was excited about this, and even though I, I was, as I was watching it, I'm like, I don't like the mashup of styles because it's like it's it's like someone, and and we didn't find out like this is a single person who created this thing. Yeah, one person. I'm like, you know what? I give him props for that because I'm now impressed. I'm I am impressed now because I thought this was a team, and I started critiquing it differently, thinking this was a double A AA or triple A game. And I was like, the the I've literally looked at this and said it looks like the assets of like five different games put together. And you thought that car was a DeLorean, right? I thought the car was a DeLorean. Uh, okay. I thought the car was a DeLorean. The enemies, I was like, why is this guy from Rome here? Um, it, it, there was there was just this 
big disconnect uh, with with the different assets. Um, and I was like, why do we have Call of Duty in a feudal Japan scenario? So it was a big mashup. And then when I found out a single person created this, I'm like, okay, look, I, I can critique their vision, but that was pretty awesome for a single person to, to create. Uh, this is Bright Memory Infinite, uh, made, all made by a single individual. Um, and I didn't talk about like when it comes out or when it's coming out or anything, so, but I'm curious to see if this was created by a single individual and then it's going to be given to a studio or they're pairing, pairing this individual with a studio to, uh, to finalize it. But it was, it was, it was an interesting way to kick it off. Yeah. Um, at first, I, you know, honestly, I thought like, I was like, we're we looking at like the, the crisis remaster that yeah. we talked about, like that, at the very first few, like 10, 20 seconds, I was like, this looks a lot like crisis, but I, cause I don't even remember the beginning of crisis, but then like, he's fighting a guy with a sword and i'm like this is not crisis um i was i was impressed enough um i'm gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rag on a on a game made by one guy from a from a from that perspective a dude making an fps Mm -hmm. like this that looked um as clean as it did uh is impressive apparently he like put out a thing at some point on steam where this is like playable for a few minutes and I don't know what a few minutes means it could be 10 it could be 20 and then a lot of people like encouraged him to do more and so I think it came from there so I'm I if I'm gonna guess since it opened this I would I would I would think that Microsoft said hey finish your game um so you know we'll see I didn't see who was publishing it um but I, I imagine that that Microsoft threw a little little money this mm-hmm. dude's way mm-hmm. to to do it. I think he's from. Uh, from I don't want to get it right? wrong. I think he's from Korea. Oh, it's Korea. Okay. For some reason, I thought it, I thought he was, uh, was from China, uh, but no, that was a very interesting way to kick it off. So I could be wrong, but I think it was Korea. But... It's it's in my notes of like my my notes of games to to watch out for. Um, so sure. which eventually I'll probably set up with some Google alerts or something, but I just haven't dove into it yet. Um, after that, we got Dirt Five, which I really didn't care about. Um, nope. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've played enough of these. Uh, it's fine. Uh, then we had Scorn, which immediately when I saw it, it's funny because you were typing. I was watching you in the in the uh, in the, the dock when uh, when this came on, and you were like, "This looks like Alien." Um, it does. Immediately, I was like, "Yeah, it looks like Alien." A lot of this looks like uh, H.R. Geiger's um, uh, artwork, and and which is what you know he basically did all of the conceptual stuff for alien obviously very mature uh looking very you know some of the stuff looks not not safe for kids uh but uh, i don't know what the gameplay is going to be like this this world intrigues me it just kind of disgusts me a little bit uh but again no gameplay which is why i queued up this little thing was that this is where while you're queuing that up this is where like the start of this this trailer like so we had the first one that had gameplay i was like okay cool that's a cool way to start it off on a on a one-man team cool dirt all right i guess you gotta throw a racing game in there and then we got this game where i was like all right game one game one of no gameplay um i you know while it was going on i was like alien and then i was like alien versus predator and then eventually it was like okay this is neither this is just a really weird thing but that we get this video where we have no idea what's going yeah. on, we have no context, and then no gameplay to go with it. Um, annoying. So moving on. Yep. No, I was just I was just gonna say I had this queued up because Jeff Keeley was uh, was doing his own stream, uh, his reaction, and he queued up a little uh, little text coming up here. Da, 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 da. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, gameplay does not equal in-game footage because that's what we were seeing. We were seeing a lot of uh, in-game footage. We were seeing, um, and by that, if you guys don't know what we're referring to, we say uh, in-game footage. We're saying it's cinematic. It's planned out. It's not actual gameplay, but it's using the same uh, the same graphics and the same engine that that is used for the gameplay. Um, so back in the day, like I was talking about Final Fantasy VII, you had cutscenes that were all pre-rendered that were looked completely different than the, than the in-game engine. And that's basically, we got a lot of that in here. Um, as, a, as a person who watches a lot of horror movies, this trailer made me uncomfortable. 
um, in a good in a good way. Like I, it was doing what it was supposed to do and make me uncomfortable. Um, I'm curious about it, but I don't. I didn't learn anything about it. Um, I feel. I'm out. Yeah, I feel similar about uh, Corvs. Uh, I don't know if you do, but I was just like, okay, um, I, I see some stuff, and she's 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 important, and there's I think there's ten seconds of gameplay in here. Uh, yep. But it's not even enough gameplay to understand what the heck I'm doing. I'm flying a ship, but I don't care enough about this. So I'm out on that too. If it's if it's a space combat game, yeah, I'm always interested in a good space combat game. Uh, with there was like a scene in there that made that reminded me of Control. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that part where like she's in that red QB area that yeah. like totally had Control vibes to it. Um, I'm I, I'm I'm interested in it. Like this is a game that I'm going to play, but like I would have rather seen space combat. Like yeah. showed me showed me what you're doing with that little shippy there. You know, like I I. I I'm all about it. Like, yeah. bring it. But I know like, we we we, yeah. we saw no context trailer. Like, just like you were saying, like I have no idea what her motivation. I don't know who she is or anything. So if you're not going to show me who she is, mm-hmm. then at least show me what the gameplay is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because it's like she's really important, and here's flashes of gameplay. Why is she important? Because she is. Okay, I'm not doubting that she's important, but can you give me something else? Um, because at the same time, looking back at it now, because I was I was underwhelmed when I saw it. Looking back at it now, I'm like, okay, space combat, okay, maybe it's good. And then I just kind of, as as Owen was talking, I got the the back of my mind going, what if this is like a modern Star Fox? Like, not that this is Star Fox, but yeah. like Star Fox was awesome, and the and it was like almost all. I mean, who cared about the cutscenes on that? The gameplay was great, uh, and getting those uh, getting. Um, your other squad members like message you know telling you you know what's going on and stuff like maybe it's something like that which is why i, I wish there was more of that by the way in near automata because the stuff that i got to play of that i really liked and then it was like and you're gonna be on the ground for the rest for pretty much the rest of the game um so i'm not completely out on this but um the next one uh made me feel old because <laughs> saying that Madden was older than him, so I had to Google like when the first Madden came out, and I forgot that uh, in 1988. So when he says him, he's talking about Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. I knew who he was, but I was like, that. Yeah, that guy. That I, I even put. I even put it in the document for you, I Mahomes. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, because you were like, yeah, it showed footage of him of him like, and I was like, I, I, I literally read that, and I was like. I think it was the guy that was the, the quarterback that was talking. Um, obviously, I don't watch football, but man, this this game, I mean, the Madden series continues to look more and more uh, like, you know, like the NFL to the point where, you know, there's people who are joking about like a lot of modern games where if you don't know better and you're just like catching out of the corner of your eye, and if you're not a gamer, you may mistake some of this for like for just you know people watching football same thing with um i know you probably saw it the guy that was uh that was streaming uh ufc like and pretending it was uh it was gameplay like the ufc yeah. stuff is is not quite there but they've the camera angles are close enough that it um yeah we're, we're just getting to the point now where things things look almost like uh, the real event and uh yeah i mean i haven't played a madden game in forever but this one looked really good you you don't usually play the madden ones do you I don't usually play sports games. Yeah. Um, uh, I like playing games that I'm good at. So I'm not good <laughs> at sports games. Like I'll watch. I could talk. I you know, like we like Patrick didn't even know who won the Super Bowl. So uh, <laughs> I could talk to you about the actual sports. The thing this this was the arg, you know not arguably this was 100 percent the biggest studio and game in yeah. this thing, and we got three seconds of that for any like the gameplay was Mahomes scoring a touchdown yeah and it was about three or four seconds long yeah um again it, it, and it was a tease too is like he, they mentioned that they're going to go into it more in the coming weeks mm-hmm. i don't care yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. care about you going into it more in the coming i i didn't even care about seeing sports gameplay but honestly if you were going to show off something good that uh, a dope machine like the series x can do like a sports simulation game is a great mm-hmm. great example of like look how well this game is mm-hmm. running on this system and they didn't take advantage of that yeah. um 
they're going to take advantage of it later. It's just why even show it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Which actually, that's how I felt about uh, Bloodlines. So Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, which, by the way... Um, I thought this was We Happy Few 2. I thought it like, was for too. For the first like, the, three minutes. At the very beginning, I thought it was We Happy Few. Um, uh, I'm I'm a fan of uh, Vampire the Masquerade. I loved uh, Bloodlines uh, back in the day on PC. Um, I, I, and I, I thought, like you said, it was We Happy Few. And now knowing that, that, that this is... Um, uh, Bloodlines 2. This game has been in development for quite a while. Um, the the motion and the 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 textures, the character models, the just the the way that they're dancing reminds me of like an Xbox One launch title. Like that's what this looked like to me. Um, if it wasn't Vampire the Masquerade and it didn't have somewhat of a built-in fan base, I think a lot of people are probably gonna uh, you know scrutinize the heck out of uh this from a graphics perspective um i'm probably going to check it out because this has been something i've been wanting to play but this this right here his movement it's just it just looks so stifled that it just it doesn't look natural at all like grand theft auto 5 movement is more natural than this guy um i know it's not your thing uh i if if this was not vampire the masquerade i would have been out i would have been like this this looks like something that came out 10 years ago so yep no interest that, that's how you felt too okay call of the sea by the way i was intrigued yeah. by, i was intrigued by this one and i, I was it was that's one of those, what i wrote was intrigued yeah, i was it was like a slow burn i was like okay okay uh the more that i watched the 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 more that i got intrigued by it it was a it was an example of a game that it didn't give away too much it gave me just enough uh to get hooked nice and now i'm like I'm like, okay, except yeah, minus gameplay again. No gameplay. Um, I liked uh, I liked the environments. Um, I liked the setup uh, and the way that the, you know, I'm assuming there's a ton of puzzles uh, to this is what it kind of seems like. Because when I was watching it, I'm like, 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 a, like yeah. a witness, like a mist. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Like, and then this reminded me of Journey here. So yep. I was like, Vibes. I was like, I'm, I'm all in on this. Like, like yep. I'm, I'm uh, let me put it this way i'm all in so far i'm invested and i i'm intrigued enough that i will i will be happy to watch more i've not pre-ordered it or anything not that i've seen it up for pre-order but it's enough that i'm like this is one of the better ones that, that came out and it was not something i knew about so so here's the thing about this game and why, and why i'm going to talk about it just for a minute but yeah. like i would, like he, everything that that patrick said I pretty much echo so i don't really have anything to add uh in terms of like what made me interested but what stuck this for me is as we go on in this this was like one of the few games in this presentation that was not like dark and gritty yeah. and like super what i'm gonna call negative uh it's you know i know that like you can think of it differently but when you're looking at like the scorn video mm-hmm. and you're looking at how like kind of gross and like creepy feeling that is then you get to uh you get to vampire to the mask yeah you get vampire the masquerade and then there's a couple games coming up uh, after this there's a psychological horror game there's another like i not i'm not saying that they need to tailor everything towards me but <laughs> there needs to be some balance yeah. here especially given what's going on right now like read the room like don't you think that i want to be a little happier watching this like most of these games even if i'm like even if i'm interested in playing them which i'm not but even if i was like don't you don't you think that maybe show me those later like maybe you know maybe show me a couple of the really good ones like the 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 scorn like that's one i think that's worth showing like like patrick mentioned where like that like creeped him out in like a good way type of thing whereas like that made him interested like that's one worth showing but like honestly like this vampire the masquerade thing like you can save it um (laughs) because it didn't look that good anyway um but where's the good stuff where's the jolly where's the happy where's where's just like it's color mm-hmm. like why is why i saw it on twitter afterwards and i don't know who said it, it was just somebody random that i follow like is nintendo the only like people that are allowed to use color in their in their live broadcasts whenever it comes to their video games like is it is this playstation and xbox just like reserved to dark tones for all this and again this probably makes me sound like 
I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it, but it, it, it probably makes me sound like something like maybe like kind of like wussy or something like that. But and it's not that it's just I'm at a I'm at a point in my life where like I like generally speaking, I like it, not necessarily happier things, but I just like I like color. I like I don't want to feel down and dark yeah. all the time. And that was honestly the, the first thing that intrigued me about this call of the scene. I now want to play the game based on the, the rest of the trailer. But the way that it started, I was like, oh, color <laughs> wow the color green yeah it's so good uh we need more of that yeah no, I almost <laughs> not feel everything like, that not everything has to be dark and gritty guys i feel like like a lot of game developers and like maybe just the publishers i don't know what it is like uh i feel like they think first of all that's going to make more money um second of all like i i think they're stuck in a mindset that like you know i'll admit like i was in and like the last two years of high school my first couple of years of college where i was like i'm i'm really cool and the stuff that you like isn't as cool as the stuff that i like because it's you know it's sure. like ever like i feel like that's the mentality where people are like they're not that they're afraid to but like someone's a someone uh who's making a game that's just generally joyful and happy and a great experience like mario um that's just unabashedly just fun they feel like people are just going to turn it down because it's not serious um but those games can still be serious and still make a ton of money like mario does so um well i mean you hear you hear it all the time like the, there's people where like the even though rogue one is a great movie yeah you know we're gonna go back to star wars as we <laughs> do rogue one is a great movie don't get me wrong at all loved rogue one it was awesome but honestly, I feel like the reason why it's so beloved is because for years, you just hear that, I want a dark and gritty Star Wars movie. Why? Yeah. What? Why does everything, like, I want a dark, like, you can you can pick any franchise that you want, and people are like, I want a dark and gritty version of this. Like, I want a dark and gritty Superman. I want a dark and gritty Iron Man. I want a dark and gritty Star Wars. Why does everything, not everything has to be dark and gritty. I get it. I get that you want a tonal shift, maybe mix it up a little bit, but not every single thing has to be dark and gritty. It has its place. There are there are times where even I'm interested. Uh, again, Rogue One, awesome movie. Yeah, well written, everything about it. But like, I don't, I just don't need it in every single game. And I think Patrick's one hundred percent correct where he's like, people are afraid. Yeah, yeah. But speak, speaking of that, in dark and gritty, I got my, I got my The Child Black series. And he is so small, uh, and he comes with a little bowl for his broth, and it's so small too, and uh, and that's awesome. It's so small. You sounded like Garth just then. It's so small too. I like to play. I love it. I love it. So it even has the little ball that he that he plays with, and that is so tiny that I've like I literally have it in this little plastic case. Thankfully, it came with a little plastic case for its for his tiny yeah. little stuff. Because I'm like I would lose this. It, it's like a speck of dirt, um, but it's adorable and I love it. And I can't wait for my Mandalorian to go with him. Uh, but back into more dark and gritty stuff. We got the Ascent, which honestly. I I, I I thought the environment was interesting, and then and I'm and I'm I'm not trashing twin stick shooters or anything. As soon as I saw that it was that it was an isometric view, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if I would want to play it. Like it looks like a great like Mass Effect esque like uh, world, like a dark Mass Effect, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then it got into isometric. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I would enjoy it. It may be good, but I feel like I'm not going to enjoy the graphics as much with it being this uh, this viewpoint. Uh... I uh, <laughs> I was in my I was in a Discord group with some gaming people that I uh, talked to, and there one of them made the comment where it was like, "Not there. There's no." better way to show off the impressiveness of your hardware than a twin stick isometric shooter. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, this is coming from a guy who's playing Baldur's Gate 2 on the Switch, okay? So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem with isometric. Diablo, yeah. Diablo, Diablo 2 are some of my favorite games ever. Uh, I don't have a problem with that at all. But yeah, like you said, like you're not really showing off the world. Oh, I, 
I will give credit though. They showed gameplay. They, that was longer than ten seconds. They, they showed did. they showed how the game played, and it did in terms of it. Like if you like ISO, if you like the twin sticks, yeah. it looks good. Like it looks like the engine ran well. Like the the little character models, they did look dope. Like yeah. I do want to give credit. I'm not bashing this game whatsoever at all without ever playing it and never having heard of it sure. before today. It was just the it was just kind of a thing of like okay you know fine uh, but props they show gameplay they good did. job they ascent and I'm, and part of this is uh, as if you guys listen to the to the show enough you know that we kind of prioritize games like are we one do we want to play it and two are we going to have time to play it because we don't yep. have enough time to play all the games that are coming out we have big boy responsibilities and and adult things that we have to do um, that are that are important or girl what's that or you said big boy response. Oh, yeah, we're both boys. We're both boys. Yeah, I was just making sure, just in case anybody was listening, if big girl, you're, big you're, girl responsibilities. Yeah, big girl responsibilities are just as important as big boy responsibilities. I was only using that phrase because we happen to both be boys. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. One hundred percent. Yeah, um, we just have things we have to do in life. Work gets crazy, and and like uh, you were talking about, sometimes you don't want to just play video games every single night, especially with what's going on right now. It's like I'm not doing anything. Uh, I need to do something different. We just went to the beach, by the way, before. Um, before the show because we were like yeah, we are like we are stuck okay, I don't know if you saw on Facebook but like we've been feeling stuck inside we're like oh there's beaches are open let's go to one that we know is not very populated and just stay away from everybody and just get our feet in the water and that's it we literally uh, we take a 30 to 45 minute walk every night after yeah. dinner right now yeah and it's not I'm, I, I've been trying to think of, because it's a good it's a good habit for us to get into too sure. just kind of showing like as Theodore it gets a little older um, showing you know a little just a little exercise we don't exercise a whole lot but like showing a little bit of activism but like not activism act, activity. active lifestyle active lifestyle yeah. there you go activity yeah, yeah. um but I'm, I'm now worried like what happens when July hits and I don't want to go outside Just anymore because I'm, I'm enjoying them. We're, yeah. we're getting that's when me and her talk about our day. Like it's nice. And so keep that going. Um, keep that going. Like, like you said, it's like you get to talk about your day. You're getting to decompress away from a screen. These things are important. Like these are things that need to keep going on afterwards. And uh, and yeah, when, when theater get, theater gets older, um, you'll be be able to be more active with him so if he's playing on a playground you could play with him a little bit as opposed to just like sitting on the park bench and going you know i can't i can't do that like you hear a lot of parents be like oh i'm not gonna run around or i'm not gonna do that and that you may not run but maybe you do maybe you don't but being able to actually like stoop down and like play with him in like a sandbox and stuff um those 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 things are going to be important for him so anyways we're not we're not parental experts but uh but we're big kids at heart um more dark and gloomy the medium which i almost put on here again no gameplay but eventually we got a little bit but even the little tiny bit that we got i was just like i don't really know i I still have no context of what's going on or or what i would be doing in the game (sighs) and the interview didn't help it in my opinion they interviewed the the made it worse yeah, it may have, may have made it worse. Um, this is something that's straight up my alley, and I was like, "You've got to give me a reason other than, other than like psychological horror." I'm like, "Okay, and what? Like, who's this guy? Maybe like, give me something. Like, is that like, I don't know." And then I'll say this part coming up where the cigarette hits the ground yeah. probably had to be one of the best looking moments, oh, like yeah. in terms of looking good. That cigarette hitting the ground mm-hmm. was the best looking thing that I saw the yeah. entire presentation. And the snow does look good, too. It's subtle, but it looks good. Um, also, the weirdness of like she's because you see her visibly pregnant and then she has a knife. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And then her hands start bleeding. I'm like, OK, that's a nice fake out. Like you had me thinking one thing and changed it up. But still. Yeah, the interview made it worse. I don't know if I'm. I really, I did not. I should have been. I am your. I am your target audience on this, and I thought it was okay. I thought it was mediocre. Um, and the fact that they they kept touting the, uh, I forgot, I didn't write his name down, but the the composer of Silent Hill uh, is who they have doing the music for this. That was what they kept touting, and immediately I was thinking of when Whitney and I see like trailers for animated movies. If they keep talking about the voice cast, like Will Smith is in this and Beyonce, we're immediately like, okay, this is going to be trash. Like you had to tell me that they're in it for me to go see it. That's how I felt. 
I don't have anything to say about this game. I'm not oh, interested. All right. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the second they said psychological horror game, I was yeah, out. You were out. Okay, so Scarlet, Scarlet Nexus, this one, uh, and I, I almost talked about this when you were talking about anime earlier on in the show. Um, uh, this felt, it felt like there were three or four different, uh, different design uh, aspects to the game that they just decided to keep all of it. And it wasn't even a fun, like JRPG thing where it's like, yeah, let's, let's fight a house. And then you fight this. None of the monsters actually make sense together. These things did not make sense to me. And then when you see the character models are the anime style, but the monsters aren't. Texture-wise, character design-wise, I'm like, I feel like that you've taken an anime character model and you've put him into a different game, uh, other than the the purple. Like, I just didn't feel like the the art styles were fitting with the NPCs versus the character versus the environment. Um, maybe it's just me, but I felt like that was jarring. I think um, it looked weird in the initial video trailer yeah. aspect of it. Once they got into showing in engine, it looked it it looked like the styles matched, um, and so there's something weird about how the trailer starts. Where at first I was out, and then they start they did show some gameplay and they showed some combat, and I was but this like that fighting oh, that, that thing I was cool. in that um, no that looks cool. Um, the thing about this game, it's made by Bandai Namco, which they're they're killing it. Um, they're do, you know they're having an awesome run this generation. Yeah, it looks like Astral Chain though, which is Platinum Games. Like, tell me you didn't get Astral Chain vibes yeah. watching this. Like, <laughs> it looks exactly like Astral Chain. Yeah. Not exact, but like they look like. I was like, did somebody like did somebody leave <laughs> Platinum and it was like, hey Bandai Namco, I got a good idea for a game. I don't know. It just it, it looks so similar to me that it. I don't. I don't mind. Sure. You know I, what? Is, what is it about being the the best form of flattery? Uh, uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah, yeah. and so and you know whatever. I and honestly, I think Bandai Namco is generally a better developer yeah, than yeah. than Platinum is, and so this was the only other game where i was like uh, aside from valhalla which i'll complain yeah. about in a second yeah. but aside from assassin's creed this is the only other game where i was like yeah that's that's on a list yeah you know i'm i i unless you know unless the reviews are so bad i'm in for sure. this game sure and and don't don't get me wrong by the way like i i love like bandai namco knocks it out of the park the gameplay is probably going to be great I was critiquing like the art styles in that because as soon as the gameplay, as soon as I got to see some fighting, I was like, okay, that does look fun. That looks action packed. It looks like it'd be really good to me. It was just this weird jarring thing. Like where I feel, I feel like it was too much of a mashup. And actually I just remember Kevin texted me almost the same thing where he's like, he's like the, they, they didn't quite gel together. Um, that being said, like when you see them in, in gameplay, it didn't, it wasn't as bad. I just felt like the character models close up on the anime characters and then seeing the, the textures, like it looked like real flowers, but a cartoon character's face. And it was just this, there were multiple aspects of that, that, that threw me off at the same time, the gameplay is going to rock. So I can't really, I can't really knock it. Uh, the next one we had, which was relatively brief, was uh, uh, Second Extraction. It was so brief that like I I turned away to write down some notes and uh, and came back to it and was like, oh, I, I almost missed this trailer. Um, like you said on here. You mean Turok? Yeah, the new Turok. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, it, this, is, this game might as well be called Turok. Yeah, yeah you got a little echo, by the way. Um, I don't know what's going on there um okay but um yeah i mean yeah it looked it looked like turok it it didn't look bad it looked i mean it looks like it could be pretty fun i see two people standing next to each other i hope that means some couch co-op maybe some regular co-op but like i love me some couch co-op and the the fact that i couldn't find an xbox one controller i bought a wired controller by the way i i broke down i know I had ended up buying a wired controller because it was either that or pay scalpers or buy the hundred dollar plus Xbox controllers. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to the Xbox elite. Yeah. Xbox elite. And there's some others. There's some others too. I, thought, I can't remember if they were elite or, or some custom paint designs that were, I think were 80. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. 60 bucks, 60 bucks like is, is fine 
for a controller. If it is an elite controller, like I'm, I would decide to do that. I'm literally trying to buy a second controller to play some uh, Gears of War. Like that's all I was trying to do. So, um, so yeah, I have a wired controller now, and I'm gonna, uh, I'll probably use it and let the wife play with the wireless controller, play some Gears of War. Um, this, Aww, this one looked fun. You're so nice. Uh, I try, but this one looked fun. Uh, the it looks arcadey. It did. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in to shoot. I'm in to shoot some velociraptors. Who's not into you know? Who doesn't want to shoot a few dinosaurs now and again? <laughs> of course. Uh, the next one that came up and I'm trying to go through these a little quick because there were so many, but uh, was uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which first of all the the setup of this game was like I was like this is straight up old boy if you're familiar with the movie. Uh, it was like I felt like this is almost exactly old boy. And uh, I have not, I've been wanting to get into the Yakuza games. Uh, the plot of this game immediately drew me in where he's like, you're going to take the fall. We're going to, you're going to get arrested. So this other, cause this other guy can't afford to get arrested. He's like, yeah, I'm loyal. Of course I'll get arrested. And everything's changed when he gets out. He's not getting the homecoming that he wants. And you get some revenge going on. I was immediately, I was hooked on the story. Like, uh, and I know the other Yakuza games are great that I just haven't haven't played, but I got I I think this one looks pretty cool. I like the, the Saints Row esque over the topness of some of it, and some uh, you got some straight up like WWE like fighting moves that he does. Um, I, I thought then I, you should um, in in reference to this since you've been looking to get into it because yeah. we've been talking about Game Pass a little bit and you now have a shiny another xbox controller for you um yakuza zero and kiwami i believe um game pass so i think yakuza zero is supposed to be like the beginning of it i don't know there's a lot of yakuza games yeah um i from there's a there's another podcast that i listen to where they they just they love this series it's not necessarily like the best gameplay in the world but they love the story and they love the world uh and so um you know i think that that's i think there's a good tie in here because the other thing that they mentioned and props to them literally like i think the only other one that got like a like a year i think mm-hmm. corves said 2021 but yakuza was the only one that said we are a series x launch we're in the series x launch lineup yeah um which obviously we don't know when that is but they they gave us at least a timeline yeah and we do know by the way we've already they've already told us this that at launch there there are no exclusives meaning it's exclusive to the xbox series x so if it's an xbox exclusive you're going to be able to play it uh uh, on your uh, xbox one xbox one x so more of a reason to say like if you want to wait, it's okay. That being said, they are optimizing these games for Xbox, Xbox Series X, so they're going to look amazing. They're going to play amazing. Uh, but it's a, I, I, this is one of the first launches where I'm like, I don't see a reason to buy this console at launch. Usually, I'm I'm all in. I'm like, no, I'm 100% in for X for XYZ XYZ. We don't know yet about PlayStation launches yet, so obviously our our opinions may change as we get close. Right now, I don't see a reason to buy the Xbox Series X this year. I don't see a reason to buy it at all. So I'm not like, especially if the Lockhart rumor is true. Yeah. About an X Cloud dongle. Um, That's true. I'm gonna get the X Cloud dongle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't like. There's, I'm sure that the Series X is great hardware, and it probably is. And if you if you're if you've gotten back in recently um, with your Xbox One mm-hmm. uh, S or even the uh, Xbox One X, mm-hmm. like the the Series X is dope hardware yeah. and it it's good. But we already know that with my PlayStation library, I'm a P. I'm there's no matter what <laughs> I'm getting a PS5. It, it literally is just am I throwing out the five or six hundred bucks or whatever it's going to be for series x and the answer is no especially after i messaged patrick about this this week Mm -hmm. i'm i'm late Mm -hmm. to the party on this but i found out game pass on pc is five bucks yeah uh and that means every xbox game every xbox first party game will be on pc as well they've you know that's been the path that they're already on so five dollars a month for that and i have a capable pc mm-hmm. that can probably run most things at least for a while and then it, i've i've set my price point on the dongle if the dongle is 150 or less 
um, I will get that with Game Pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever it is. So uh, there's nothing selling me on this. And like, we have a couple of games left, but I'll, you know, I'll just say it now. I think we have one we have game. One left. game left. Um, and I, super disappointing that that Assassin's Creed advertised this. I'll oh, just talk about this real quick. Yeah. Then they like Assassin's Creed tweeted out first gameplay reveal. There was there was nothing that you could identify yeah. as gameplay. You're guessing. Yeah, yeah, you're guessing when you watch this. So I, I had this. Um, I was excited about this. Uh, the the wife's a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I feel like they're not as good as good as they have been in the past. I feel like the first couple were uh, better when it came to uh, when it came to the gameplay and came to the story and everything. Um, thought I had this queued up right with the uh, with the gameplay and the animation, but uh, yeah, they, this is the post interview. This is the post interview. Damn it! Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll see if I can queue that up while while we talk. But um, no, I. Like you said, we barely got anything. Um, you couldn't tell if part of it was gameplay versus versus uh, versus cinematic. It was brief, so I was I was really upset with that. Um, and this is a game that I was upset about the advertising of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it looked good, but it wasn't what I feel like. I didn't get what I was what I was told I was going to get. Yeah, don't tell me this is a gameplay reveal. This isn't a gameplay reveal. A gameplay reveal is like, even if it's like sixty seconds, like I'm talking about. Show me him walking around or her. I wanted to. Sure. I also wanted to see the fem version, which I don't think we've seen yet. Um, so I wanted to see the fem Ivor as well. So I was hoping that there would be like a mix of them walking around, maybe in the world, maybe a little combat. There's the scene that that's in there is like i think there's like an axe thrown and that's probably the in-game part but it, it's slow motion and so it's probably like is that during a special fight is that a slow down move where you can like like that kind of thing and to me that's still not showing off how smooth your game is running they're like so now i'll go into just this entire thing like this was your first moment and xbox has been doing such a good job of advertising game pass and advertise and like like they've been communicating so well but this is your first time to be like hey you should buy a series x and this wasn't it chief like this was not the thing that says i should buy a series x that's probably going to come whenever they show off halo and stuff but like, why would you start with the indie parade? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, we gotta wait for uh, for July, by the way, for for some Halo, um, which they straight up said at the very beginning. I mean, they they'd already tweeted it out, but I feel like they had to verbally say it to make sure people were, you know, people who didn't get the message before got it then. Uh, but yeah, looking at this, yeah, it looks great. I'm I'm gonna play it. Like I said, Whitney's a huge fan of Assassin's Creed. By the way. Those are some of the few games that I've been that we've been playing recently on Xbox One X, because they are actually optimized for the Xbox One X as well, and they hardly talk about that. Uh, they look better on Xbox than they do on on PlayStation or anywhere else uh, because of that optimization. Um, but yeah, it was just it was a little disappointing, and, and and I didn't get what I what I was uh, what I was told. It still looked great. It still looked wonderful, but. My my takeaway from this is I still don't have a reason to buy this console, especially yep. like like you said, Game Pass getting uh, the exclusives in. I believe they're almost always, if not always, day one uh, with Game Pass. Um, so yep. so Halo, if you're a Game Pass, well, you can play Halo uh, on your PC. Uh, you can play it on your Xbox One X. Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. Then you're fine. So again, I don't feel like I have a reason to buy it. And if if the dongle is, you said 150, if it's 200 or less, I'm gonna buy it because that's immediately gets me into the environment. So if when they do announce, uh, do have a year or a year and a half after launch, when they have games, it's like no, this is only on this generation forward it's gonna work on that dongle as well it works on that dongle i'm fine with that um or on my pc i'm fine with that too my PC, now right? i do want to recognize that i am speaking from a slightly privileged standpoint here where i have good internet i have fiber i have 150 up and down i can run xcloud um i i've run stadia flawlessly at the house um on multiple uh, on on my on my Mac, I've run it on my PC. I've run it on Chromecast. No drops whatsoever at 
um, both 4K and then 1080, yeah. uh, depending on what TV I was playing it on. So I understand that that is not going to be everyone's case. And if you are somebody like that doesn't have good internet, obviously you're going to be looking at the console uh, instead. So I, I want to make sure I call it out. I Don't get me wrong, I get it. Um, it's just as a person who is no matter what, like Sony would have to drop a giant load of crap on the PS5 <laughs> for me to be like, uh, maybe I don't want a PS5. Like it would take a lot to turn me off yeah. because even if it's just a better PS4 in terms of like putting my entire library on there and having zero loading times, I'm already in. Yeah. Like <laughs> to, to load to load spider-man to load red dead to load final fantasy 7 in a matter of seconds like that in um so yeah i just i i just don't understand i don't i don't get why this was the first video that they showed i think it's great that you that you gave that that third party spotlight i think from that that standpoint that's good pr that's good uh like again the biggest games here valhalla for 30 mm -hmm. seconds and then like 30 seconds of madden and then the rest of it like dirt was the only other like super notable franchise yeah. that probably a lot of people would recognize like yakuza is even a little niche yeah um That's what i, was gonna say. I yeah. think i think that there's there's something to be said about that but i think that you marketed it at the title of this video was first look xbox series x gameplay that's a bad title because there wasn't a lot of first look at the gameplay like if, if you really like <laughs> i guess you could say you didn't lie because every single game had like a couple seconds at least uh but it's not it's not a selling point it's just sure. and i really don't like being down i really feel like a lot of times on this podcast like we're very obviously like playstation fans i went into this very positive i was i was pumped yeah um, me and Patrick were messaging each other like, um, yeah, excited. I'm like, we both took our lunch at the, you know, <laughs> uh -huh. to watch this video, like where normally I would take my lunch later. I don't know about you, but yeah. I, uh, I took my lunch specifically to watch this because I'm, you know, I was excited that we're finally getting some next gen stuff and it just, uh, to come out of it with, with what we did was just a little, you know. Yeah, no, it's, that's exactly how I felt. Um, and I got. I have the Xbox. I have the PlayStation. I have. I have all of the consoles. I play all of them, and there are certain ones that I play more than others. Same. Same thing with you. The backwards compatibility, the speed of what I'm going to get with my uh, my PlayStation, all the games that I have, being able to essentially swap that, be able to bring the PlayStation 4, put it in here. PlayStation 5 goes out there, and I'll be able to play most uh, of those of my PlayStation 4 games on my PS5 because they've talked about that. Uh, I'm sure they'll have more that come out, just kind of like what Xbox uh, uh, did. But um, it's it's an easier sell for me. The Xbox environment is is good. Don't get me wrong, but if you're literally saying, "Hey, we're not going to put anything on there uh, that's uh, that's exclusive to this console. We're not going to put anything." Halo's the only thing. Halo, and I'm going to get Halo. I'm going to be able to play Halo on my Xbox One X, and it's going to look amazing. Um, Sure, the the uh, Series X may load faster, and eventually I'll probably upgrade to one because that is the next platform. But at the same time, if I have that dongle, maybe I just use the dongle. I don't know. Anyways, those, those are our thoughts on that. Again, we love we love Microsoft. We happen to play more PlayStation, but let us know what you thought. Did you think the the uh, presentation was that bad? Did it bother you that they were talking about gameplay and we didn't really get it, or did you just did you just enjoy it and you were kind of along for the ride? Let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye!